0: When you communicate a typical apology, you're not taking responsibility for your communication or your behavior because you're simply explaining why you did what you did. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples engaged in personal growth transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here with me in your weekly Conscious Communication Podcast Workshop. Today, we are going to look into something that I have been wanting to talk about for a long time, and that is how we apologize. When you relate to other human beings, at some point, you are going to do or say something that impacts others negatively. The other person may feel offended, hurt. Frustrated, shocked, heartbroken, disappointed, angry, triggered by what you said or did. And if you are a healthy and mature adult, you will recognize that what you said or did was hurtful and skillful, even if you had good intentions, that it had a negative impact on another person. In these instances, when you are aware, Of the impact your words or behavior had on another person, as the healthy and mature adult that you are, you talk to the other person. And what do you do? You do what you were taught to do since you were a little kid you apologize. Apologizing is something very good, healthy, important. And how you apologize is equally important. If what you were taught when you were young was to express a typical apology, know that typical apologies may not be really helpful and sometimes they may even create greater damage. Now, what do I mean by a typical apology? Did your parents, your teachers, your caregivers said to themselves, I need to teach this kid a typical apology whenever they mess up? No, I am calling it a typical apology. And I think you'll recognize it when I give you a scenario as an example. Say you are six years old. You're in the playground having a great time with the slide. You feel sublime when you're on top. And when you go down the slide, oh, it's so exhilarating. But, oh, oh, another kid showed up and they want to use that same slide you've been enjoying. The adult who took you to the playground tells you that you should let the other kid use the slide too. That you should share. That this playground is for all kids to share. At six years old, you don't like this idea at all, but you comply. And when the adults are not looking, you rush to climb the ladder and push the other kid to the side so that you can get to the slide faster. The other kid starts crying. And what happens? The adults tell you, Say you're sorry. Tell him you're sorry. Now, you're six, remember? You've heard this before so many times. So, what do you do? You say, "I'm sorry," and then you move on and climb up the slide again. Now, maybe this time, when you come down the slide, whoever brought you to the playground, telling the other kid or the adults who brought the other kid to the playground, something like, "Sorry, she didn't mean it. She's an only child." She doesn't know how to share. And, you know, it's been a long time since she's been on the playground because she got the flu and had to stay indoors for two weeks. And this girl is so active, she was psyched this slide was available. And she's a good kid, you know. She's not going to push you again. She is going to share, right? This is what the adult says as they're giving you a look of you'd better say yes. And at age six, not only do you say yes, that you will share, that you will not push the other kid, but you also say yes to that whole instruction on how to apologize. Fast forward, you're an adult now. Your partner comes home. It's been raining cats and dogs. They're soaking wet. They get in the house with their wet shoes and they leave a mess on the floor. You had a stressful day and as soon as you see the mess on the floor, you lash out at your partner with all kinds of unkind words, criticism, you tell them how inconsiderate they are, that they should have taken their shoes off and how they're always messy. Now you've blown things out of proportion. And you even proceed to tell them how you're the only one who ever does anything for the home. You stomp out of their sight aggressively, telling them that you're not their parents and you're not going to clean their mess. You are fuming. 15 minutes later, you realize that while you didn't like that your partner left a mess on the floor, your reaction was out of proportion. In your mind's eye, you're now able to see an image of your partner soaking wet. Now it dawns on you they were so cold, they were sort of shaking. You further recognize that your day was stressful. Oh no, you unloaded your stress on your partner again. Now you need to apologize. So what do you do? You approach them. And you say something like, I'm sorry, what I did was wrong. I had a very stressful day and I lost it. I had just cleaned the floor before you came in because of the rain. I was really sensitive when I saw the mess you made. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen again. Can you forgive me? Oh, and I'm in the process of making dinner. Maybe we could watch your favorite Netflix show. So here you have it. What you said, the way you apologized, followed the script you heard in the playground. You just say you are sorry in the way you learned to apologize and you try to move on. If you now recognize that this is how you apologize, that this is what you usually say when you identify that you've done or said something that had a negative impact on another precious human being, don't feel badly. You're just repeating what you learned. You were taught to communicate a typical apology and you learned it well. Now, what is a typical apology? Let's break it down. First, you say, I'm sorry. Then you launch into an explanation about the reasons that led you to your unskillful words, reactions, and behaviors, and you start to feel good about this. After that, you elaborate some more to let the other person, the recipient of your unskillful communication, see that you had a good intention or that you are a good person who made a tiny, completely forgivable mistake. You also feel good about this. After all that, you ask for forgiveness, just to check that the relationship can go back on track. And finally, you end the apology either thanking the other person for their forgiveness, or you try to make things better with a childlike tone of voice and offer some kind of reward or do something sweet and affectionate. If the person who was negatively impacted tells you they do forgive you, you feel great relief and you consider the matters closed. This type of apology, which is what I learned when I was young and what you were probably taught when you were young, is what I call a typical apology. As you may have guessed, from the language alchemy perspective, there are issues with this typical apology. First of all, you were the agent of unskillful or hurtful words or actions. When you communicate a typical apology, you're not taking responsibility for your communication or your behavior because you're simply explaining why you did what you did. Secondly, you are putting all the emotional burden on the recipient of your unskillful words or actions. Even though they are the ones who were negatively impacted, you are asking them to listen to you, to make space for you, to understand you, to be kind with you, to forgive you, while they are the ones who are feeling hurt, disappointed, angry, frustrated, shocked. And that is a heavy burden to impose on someone. Thirdly, if the person who was negatively impacted by your words or actions forgives you, you feel you have closure and that you can move on or you can go back to where things were. But that doesn't mean the other person has closure too, that they can move on or that they can go back to a place of connection. Number four, if the person doesn't forgive you right away and they tell you they need more time or they get defensive or even worse, reactive, you feel shocked, belittled, insecure, angry. Maybe you even get triggered and argue with them. Maybe you explain again why you did what you did. Maybe you do even something worse. You bring up how when they made bigger mistakes, you forgave them right away. Some other things you may do are you take distance and withhold your attention and affection from the other person for some time. Or you may feel defeated and you tell yourself that you're a terrible person. You start thinking that the other person is going to leave you or fire you or do something horrible to you. In other words, you punish the other person or you punish yourself. When you punish the one who is feeling hurt, angry, disappointed or negatively impacted or when you punish yourself for not being forgiven, you are generating more pain. And there's one more issue with a typical apology. A typical apology doesn't always lead to reconciliation. It rarely leads to a deeper sense of connection. Why? Because there's no dialogue. Connection needs dialogue. It needs two people who are sharing and listening. With a typical apology, the person who was negatively impacted was not given any space to be heard. You can say that the typical apology is a monologue. That ends with a yes no question for forgiveness and a potential reward or punishment. What's the solution to this? Well, I'm so glad you asked. As the mature and conscious adult that you are, now that you know the disadvantages of saying I'm sorry and launching into a typical apology, I am going to teach you how to apologize consciously in next week's podcast episode. Why? Because sustainable transformation takes time. You've heard a lot today. So let the information you heard today integrate within you. And in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with an exploration, aka homework. This week, When you recognize you said something unskillful, hurtful, or that negatively impacted someone, ask yourself this question, how can I communicate in a way that lets this other person know I am taking responsibility for my part and that I'm interested in having a dialogue that can lead to a deeper sense of connection or that can repair the connection that is still there? I know it's a long question, so I'm going to repeat it. How can I communicate in a way that lets the other person know I am taking responsibility for my part and that I'm interested in having a dialogue that can lead to a deeper sense of connection or that can repair the connection that is still there? If you'd like some accountability for this exploration and you're on my mailing list, Email me the words Apology Accountability and I will help keep yourself accountable this week. And if you're not on my mailing list, what are you waiting for? This is how you have direct access to me and how you receive weekly communication tools I do not share anywhere else. And you receive them right in your inbox. To sign up to my mailing list, it's very simple. Just go to languagealchemy.com. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. Today, we talked about how we learned to apologize. I gave you a couple of scenarios to understand that the way you apologize was something you were taught. And what you and I and most people were taught to communicate when we did or said something that negatively impacted others was to express what I call a typical apology. I explained to you what a typical apology is and the five issues or disadvantages of a typical apology. I encouraged you to do an exploration and I invited you to email me the words Apology Accountability if you wanted me to keep you accountable until next week when I teach you how to apologize consciously. To email me, sign up to my mailing list by visiting languagealchemy.com. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to all my clients who have saved relationships they thought were beyond repair by learning to communicate with clarity, confidence, and compassion. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.